Good morning, Central Kentucky. This is Skinny. Welcome to Skinny on the Home. Skinny, Skinny McKinney. Live in the studios here at Sunny and Shiny. Is this, are we considered Versailles? Is this Lexington? It's still Lexington? Versailles? Lexington? We're on the line. Somewhere by the castle. Somewhere. <laughs> Welcome to Skinny on the Home. I'm your host, Jimmy Skinny McKinney, and uh, in the studios with me is Josh, don't call me leaky, recovering from the flu faucet. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's been a couple on weeks, but yeah. been a couple weeks, but the the throat and the cough is the last thing that's still here and lingers on, right? Still have that raspy the raspy voice. So Yeah. Hey, um if it, those of you out there that are um we just want to Take a minute, pray an extra blessing of healing over you and your family if you're going through mm. an ailment, a flu, or anything right now. So, Lord, we just uh, thank you for the healing of those listening to my voice right now, and uh, we just touch them and lay hands on them in, in the spirit realm, and they are healed by the stripes of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes. All right, so we are brought to you by the Building Institute of Central Kentucky. Jobs are waiting for you. The Building Institute is waiting for you. Employers are waiting for you. Give them a call. 859-229-6641, the Building Institute of Central Kentucky. They do, uh, it's night school, it's um, carpentry, HVAC, electric, plumbing, um, and then they actually have two of their courses now. Uh, you obtain your journeyman's license when you when you get done. I think it's a two-year two course, but uh, folks are going, going to those classes, getting training, working for um, one of those contractors during the day and then get done with that. Uh, folks are starting their own businesses. They're working for other contractors, making great money. They don't have any school debt. Um, and also if you're a young or uh, just starting up entrepreneur out there in the, in the home improvement industry, feel free. I don't, I can definitely tell you how not to do it. If, uh, <laughs> if there's things I've learned in life, but, uh, feel free to give me a call. I love, uh, helping, Helping people uh, in the in this industry and getting their feet off the ground and, and whatnot. So we're here, at Skinny on the Home, to help you educate you on the latest products, trends, designs, techniques. Um, sometimes we've had some chili recipes on here to talk about. So That's right. a little some... bit of little mix of everything. So <clears throat> speaking of chili, man, it's cold outside. <laughs> it's a little chilly out there. Yeah, <laughs> we um, we've been out. Of course, Josh, you were out with the Sick. with the flu, yeah. and then I was. Um, I was gone to actually New Orleans. I had a mission trip mm-hmm. uh, down there during Mardi Gras, and uh, that was a. There's a group of guys that uh, it's called the ministry is called No Greater Love. Connected with them four years ago, so this is my fourth year going, and um, you know it's it's such a blessing to be able to spread the good news and uh, had had hundreds of uh of folks accept jesus right there on the streets yeah. of new orleans and uh, awesome during mardi gras so it was great and you know to be blessed with a staff that you guys i mean this is kudos to you josh josh is our production manager at jane R construction you know to um to have a staff that uh i can take trips like that and do those things and and you guys take care of things while we're gone yeah. so thank you for that Appreciate you're welcome it. i was telling the guys this morning too just the, being able to do that for you is just a great blessing too. It take we take a lot of pride in what we do, and you know to be able to let you go and do what you want to do, and us just take control. It's yeah. just it's a good feeling to be able to let you do that. Yeah. Um, so and all the guys were excited, and everything went smoothly. So yeah, praise God. All right. So again, we're um, home improvement questions. 
comments, designing, building, doing it yourself. And we're going to um, talk a little bit about um, kitchens. So what we wanted to talk about, last time we were here, we were talking about you know living through a bathroom remodel. I think that yeah. we extended that into almost two, it took two episodes just yeah. to get through that, to mm-hmm. talk about all that. So we're going to talk this week about you know a kitchen, living living in your home during a kitchen remodel. And and what that's like and um, and all those things. So we'll get into some of that topic here. So you know how you're going to live, you know, and all those things. So we've got um, before we do that too. I mean, you know, there's there's times you know you just don't know the right you know when when you're going to turn the radio on or hear somebody's voice or a phone call or you know sometimes you go through your day and you're trying to hurry up and get somewhere and. There's interruptions that come in, mm-hmm. man. There's there could be so many angels visiting you and blessings and things right there in front of you. Just take time to get those. Just like you know, we were trying to come here, and uh, I was actually was going to leave a little bit early and try to get here, and uh, got yeah. in the truck to leave. And this kid comes around the corner in a, a green and white jacket mm-hmm. uh, from the Philippines, and uh, just introduced himself to me. And he's he's a missionary, international uh, leadership. Um, something international leadership. Anyway, we got to talking, and he's he's trying to raise uh, money that he needs. Uh, for, so he was selling some jewelry. Anyway, brought him in the office and was able to bless him. And he was yeah. cr- he was crying and you know just talking about stuff like that. So man, that's just you know and made it here on time. So it was divine good. intervention. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, so I just uh, you know everything happens for a reason. I'm a firm believer in that. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's so many times that. Uh, you just never know what what God's got for you for the day. So be open, be light, be fluffy, kind of like the clouds. So we're we're getting into uh, um, kitchens today. So you know the surviving a, a remodel, surviving without your kitchen during a remodel. Just wanted to go through a, a couple of things there. You know, it's the old cliche talking about you know the kitchen is the heart of the home. Yeah, it really is. It really it, is. It, uh, you know that's. Um, the uh, I had a lady, or I'm gonna read you a little story about her her surviving a kitchen remodel. So you, she says, "You would think, after months of going back and forth over a kitchen remodel, we would have been packed up and ready to tackle the kitchen kitchenless life weeks in advance. Mm. Twenty four hours before the little kitchen was about to be demolished, the cabinets were still stuffed, the refrigerator was still full of food, the dishwasher brimming with clean dishes, and the silverware lined up in its drawers like the battalion awaiting its instructions. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no instructions were coming. I was just out for a minor. Uh, this lady was she was out for a minor surgery and kind of rendered helpless, leaving her husband to do all the dirty work. And he he had this, he said, and he did in his own way. But the lack of a plan and my inability to help made me a little anxious. So uh, yeah. she said, uh, you know, it took her several months, the kitchen remodel being done. We started started to cook again. And even though the work it, uh, she, at the time when she wrote this, it, work wasn't completely finished. Um, she said she still has a slow cooker and a KitchenAid mixer and assorted utensils, plates, chopsticks in our living room area and Tupperware, lots of Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> She said uh, during the renovation, her living room and dining rooms were filled with boxes, bags, plastic containers. The refrigerator was in the dining room. The kids' art table became our cooking space with a toaster oven, coffee pot, hot plate, 
Mm. On top of the fridge, uh, just out of my reach without a chair, was the microwave. (laughs) Next to the refrigerator was the useless dishwasher where we would put dirty dishes in before taking them downstairs to the laundry room to wash them by hand. Mm. Mm -hmm. Uh, She just talks about, no, she shouldn't complain, you know, redoing her kitchen and now. uh, But you've heard the cliche about the kitchen being the heart of the home. It was. And with that heart scattered all over the house, I felt lost. And uh, she said, we, we all love to cook and missed it terribly. Um, and she went through, you know, the neighbors The neighbors pitied her a little bit, so her friends <laughs> came over and helped them. Had brought them, some meals. Brought some meals, had them over for dinner mm. and, uh, and those things. So all that, you know, um, and she said uh, – our nightly, our nights mostly consisted of feeding the boys. She has, she had a six year old and a four year old, uh, the boys dinner that were passable dinners. Mm. <laughs> it helps when your six and four year old aren't dependent on, you know, halibut and a brown butter sauce or oyster yeah. stew. Or, you know, <laughs> and um, they'd go out every now and then, and you know, a lot of time cheese and crackers and, and those things. But of course, then of course, inevitably through this, her four year old decided that he was going to be a vegetarian. Um, and just wanted all veggies. I and mean, so all the frozen chicken nuggets and everything that was stockpiled in the freezer were a no-go for this four-year-old. <laughs> so more raw carrots and, and all those things. Mm. She related this a little bit to, uh, you know, giving childbirth. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some of her her tips that she had that um, to get through. So figure out just how much stuff you have and where it'll go in the interim. If you have a guest room or extra closet space, lucky you. Hmm. As she said, um, update, she got rid of a lot of chip plates, an unbelievable amount of expired cooking supplies, and old stained placemats, napkins that they could probably do without. The, um, You know, and that's that's something, you know, you think about, you keep stuff in your cabinets and it's there yeah. for a long period of time, but <clears throat> when you start eventually cleaning those things out, out, you find out. Um, and I love my mom, and if she's listening, I love you, mom. But whenever we're over there for <clears throat> pulling dressings out of the refrigerator, we're checking the dates, you know. Make sure they're good. <laughs> mm. She said, uh, also for this surviving a kitchen remodel, disposable everything. You know, unless you have a nearby large sink, go disposable. Yeah. Um, that's a. Uh, we had a client one time didn't think about, you know, even having crock pots and large pans if you're still using those things during a kitchen remodel, where are you going to wash those? Yeah. We've had clients, they had to wash them in their the bathtub. bathtub. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the kitchen sink or the bathroom sink is usually not Too, deep enough. And the, or the faucet's and, in the way. Or. Yeah. And some of our clients uh, that we have at J&R Construction, if, if, you, if the sink's not changing locations – we can you can put in a temporary mm-hmm. sink. Um, done it many a, times. Yeah, yep. done a done a temporary sink to help out if uh, if you're still needing that. You know, a good uh, those big deep laundry tub sinks. Mm-hmm. You can set those in right where your right kitchen sink's going to go, yep. and you know you might have to take it out and you know a couple times, but you can do a simple. You know, a lot of our clients the the old sink if it's a laminate countertop, mm-hmm. just make a cut on both sides. Yeah. Pull it out till you get all the cabinets demoed, or even, you know, depend on the flooring and the needs. If you got to put flooring under the cabinets or not, yeah. and stuff like that. So, just talk to you know as you're working through that. Just think about those things, especially if you're going to do life without a sink. Uh, what that means. So, her next uh, advice is get a system in place for meals. You know, breakfast. She said breakfast was easy. You can do bagels, toast, cereal, frozen waffles, 
repeat. Lunches had to be packed away, mm-hmm. packed anyway, you know, so that didn't take, that didn't change too much. But dinner, so if I had to do it again, and she said, won't ever, I would have kept, <laughs> I would have kept the fridge much more organized, made a schedule of which nights we were ordering or going out, prepared frozen meals in advance. You know, think about, we had, uh, when we started, uh, having kids and we, uh, we had kind of had a meal train, you know, our, mm-hmm. our uh, group at church would prepare meals that were either already prepared or frozen and brought over. And all we had to do was uh, put them in the toaster yeah. oven or um, an oven too. So we had one client speaking of oven, you may, you may be tearing out your oven. So where's that going to go? Yeah. <clears throat> we had a client that we wired theirs in the, in the garage mm-hmm. temporarily. So they had an oven to out in the garage to use and things like that. So all those things you got to think about, Imagine everything that's in your kitchen now and all the stuff that's deep down in all the drawers and the cabinets and the crevices. doors and the crevices. <laughs> Where's all that stuff going to go? You yeah. know, <clears throat> she, uh, she also recommended, uh, she got to keep a designated nice space. Um, she said, just because there's chaos doesn't mean you shouldn't give up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have mm-hmm. one, one neat and organized room, but also <clears throat> pack early and pack often. The uh, if you're going through the process and getting ready to to start a kitchen, you know what we do at <clears throat> Jane R. We usually from the time clients sign till we'll start is can be six weeks on average, yeah. and um, so you got you know six weeks. It's you think it's a lot of time, but then you know the kids have to do this, and you got soccer practice, and you got this and this and this. And next thing you know, like she said, it's the weekend before, weekend and you before. haven't packed mm-hmm. anything. So just uh, start packing early. Um, you know, take your if Saturdays or um, you know Monday nights. Monday nights, everybody's home. Yeah, some designate a, a night to pack mm-hmm. ahead of time is a is a good idea. So the uh, when you guys uh, were you living living in your house when you did a lot of your renovations? No, we tur- we tried to. Um, we had about a month, so we ended up it just being empty for a month before we actually ended up moving into it. So we were allowed. To, we were able to get a lot of the stuff, big stuff done that we wanted to. But um, we, before we had kids, we lived in a basement with no kitchen. So we did that for a year at a friend's house, and we learned to do crock pots and um, hot, plates, hot and plates, microwave meals, a lot of that. We did a lot of that for did a you year. Have a, did you have a sink down there? We had a sink down there, yeah, okay. a laundry sink in the garage. So we were able to wash what we needed to in there. But a lot of throwaway plates, a lot of throwaway cups. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we just made it work, and you know you can do it. Yeah, it's it's possible. So you think about it. When you have people over. That's the place everybody hangs out. Yeah. <clears throat> Kids are there. Family's there. Especially if you eat at home together as a family uh, a lot. You know, if you eat out on the run a lot, mm-hmm. it may be easy for you. You know, yeah. the kitchen remodel may not be a big deal. <laughs> you know, that's right. <clears throat> but the main thing is. Kind of here's here's kind of some steps to go through, you know. Set up a separate temporary kitchen, you know, like you yeah. were saying. So f- figure out what's the best place that you can um, set up a, you know, use it either a dining room table or set up a card table. Have a you know toaster ovens, um, Instapots are are Instapots, great nowadays yeah. too. You know, rice cookers, crockpots. <clears throat> my my uh, speaking of my mom, she uh, she bought this uh, a larger kind of oven, kind of a uh, um, countertop oven that you could cook full okay. stuff. I mean, you couldn't cook 
Thanksgiving turkey in there, yeah. but you know, it's uh, you know, toaster ovens that are they have some larger ones that you can mm-hmm. you can use and stuff like that. The um, but hot plates, you know, if you have a plug-in hot plate to use and things like that. Um, and your fridge, where's that going to go? You know, also if you move the fridge and you have an ice maker, you may move it to a place now where it's not going to have ice. ice. <clears throat> so bags of ice and making sure you have those stocked, or if mm-hmm. you're using, you know, ice trays back to, you know, the days before ice, ice makers. makers. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the uh, anything else in your temporary kitchen that that was set up that worked well for you guys? No, that was <clears throat> that was basically it. What we had, we just you know we did a lot of crop pot, a lot of. Uh, we didn't have an instant pot, but a lot of microwave hot plate stuff. Um, we didn't really eat out a whole lot, but it was just the two of us too. So, yeah, you know, it was, it was easier to do it that way. Now yeah. I got three kids. I don't, I'm, that would be a different story to do different. something like that with, with a bunch of kids who are hungry all the time. Yeah. And then think about, you know, if your kitchen's kind of in the middle of your traffic pattern of where you come in, say it's, it's usually, it might be off the garage you know, if you're still using that interest to come in and out, yeah. You know, setting up, you know, how that is going to work and Where flow, and set it. Mm-hmm. the plastic you need to put up, and dust control, and all that. So, big thing, like I said, um, if at all possible, move your refrigerator to another room so you can still access it. Um, you know, small fridges if you have one around. A spare microwave is also a critical appliance during a during that time. Yeah, because we we actually we don't use a microwave. Uh, hardly in our really? house. Yeah, we don't even have one in the kitchen anymore. If you go through one, you know, having that is is good too. So also think about trash and um, you know garbage cans and where all that's going to be now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then find a place to eat in your home. So now, okay, if the kitchen's demolished and you do have the luxury of a separate dining room, and that's now your kitchen. Now does your living room become your dining room you know yeah. so it's Where's that all those all those things and then you know traffic pattern too if you've got to come in the house through the living room to get to the kitchen for a remodel you know does that need to be cleared out you know the day kitchen cabinets show up you've got it's like christmas it's like yeah. like a uh, everybody probably through christmas had a non-stop deliveries of amazon mm-hmm. boxes it's like it's like a storage facility <laughs> coming in, it's like never ending supply of boxes are uh, you talk about a if you had kids, man, keeping those boxes and having like a city, oh yeah, of boxes, you can build a jungle. <laughs> you can be awesome. It would be cool. But just find that find that place to eat in your home that uh, is going to work for you and your family. And um, and um, you know, like I said, that's uh, your kind of your makeshift dining room for that. Mm-hmm. So finding a place to eat. So and then next uh, recommendation is invest in paper plates and disposable utensils. Uh, there was one comment a lady said that uh, she learned uh, she now is a big advocate for recycling because she yeah. went through that and she <laughs> wasted so much that she was like, okay, I got mm-hmm. to start recycling. Mm-hmm. But um, you end up having to wash dishes, uh, you know, if you don't have a separate sink. We talked about you washing dishes in the bathroom sink. Um, I, was, I was telling a, it's kind of joking, half joking with a couple the other day. I was having this exact conversation. I said, yeah, a lot of our clients have found they had to wash them in the bathtub. I said, yeah. I guess you could just, you know, um, do two things at once there, just get a shower and wash your and dishes wash at your the dishes. same time. Multitask. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> the, um, the next one is uh, add the cost of eating out to your renovation budget. Yeah. yeah that's a good that's one. A great idea. Yeah. So if you're not, if you eat out regularly, if you don't, if you're thinking about, okay, 
now I'm not going to be able to cook at home, and I don't want to go through this of all that extra labor and things yeah. to be able to cook at home <clears throat> if we're going to eat out. Excuse me. What that budget's going to be, putting that in there and adding that cost. So figure out you know how much your family typically spends on a meal, eating out, all those good things. Multiply that by the number of meals, by the number of weeks that your project's going to take, and um, – and go through that. So have a pre-construction meeting. Say, yeah. okay, how are you approaching this job? You mm-hmm. know, are you going to come in here and um, you know, are you going to saw and cut outside? Are you going to do it inside? inside yeah. Are you going to? And um, even if you um, don't have that conversation, or even the best uh, pre-construction plannings, if you've got areas around um, the work, uh, if you've got sheets and blankets, cover that stuff if you can, as much as you can, as much as you can. Take take pictures down off the wall. Um, those things, so it can yeah. be uh, it can be a little difficult to um, and uh, <clears throat> so wrapping up uh, some of our uh, kind of list about you know surviving a kitchen remodel and kind of uh, preparing for that and things and you know have some have some good open conversations with whoever you're going to have do the work whether you're if you're doing it yourself or you're going to hire you know different subcontractors to come yeah. in and mm-hmm. and um, how that's going to be set up and um, and all that good stuff there. So, um, one of the next step is prepare yourself for all the noise and the dust. You know, this, <laughs> fits right. this, uh, this step, she says, uh, it's messy. It's disruptive. Um, there's no way around it. Uh, yeah. the, um, it says, you know, just expect day to day interruptions, um, plan on there being a mess every day. So that's, you know, if you have an expectation that it's going to be, a mess until it all gets back together then you know it's we also we send out that emotional roller coaster you know we talk about that and you know it's you go through ups and downs and especially in the kitchen that being your heart you know imagine you're doing a heart transplant for a couple months instead of you know a couple hours they make it they make it look easy on tv uh, 30 minutes is great (laughs) (laughs) man that wouldn't that be nice that would be awesome there are there are things you can do and prep and you know, ordering materials ahead of time so that, you know, there's not everything goes a little smoother and quicker, smoother, but the, uh, you know, you can tolerate it. And, um, you know, if your expectation is that it's just going to be noisy and there's going to be a mess and we're just going to get through it. This is only a couple months of mm-hmm. our life to enjoy, you know, the end result and what that's going to be. If you have a good vision of that. Uh, another thing, consider your pets. Um, I know our, we just found out, uh, this past week, our, our little dog has uh, diabetes. Yeah, we have to give her shots uh, two times a day and uh-huh. different food now, and so there's a schedule we have to meet on that. And um, you know, so think about where your pets are going to stay. The the stress alone, you know, having different people in and out of the house and yeah. the noise from that and stuff too. So um, make sure you have a plan there, and you talk about that. Also, talk about you know if, if a pet gets out because. Yeah. While while renovations while going on, what, what do we what do you do there? So mm-hmm. if you haven't had your pet chipped, or you have a dog collar with information there, or you know, electric fence, or, or uh, all those things. So think about those things prior to the, uh, um, and that's why separating places where they can live separate from the renovation, mm-hmm. because you have a, you know, sometimes you have to prop the door open to carry stuff in and out, mm-hmm. and if that's going to stay open for a little bit, you know, you have a. A cat or a dog or iguana or snake or <laughs> turtle. Yeah. You might be able to catch the turtle. Yeah, maybe. 
jackrabbit or um, what's the uh, one of those uh, gerbils, hamsters, mm. um, birds. I, you may not catch a bird, but probably what's, not. What's probably those? Um, they're a little larger. Um, oh shoot, I forgot. My my brother in law's got one big old cage. Um, oh, chinchillas. Yeah, chinchilla. Chinchillas. <laughs> they're usually in cages, yeah. but the. Uh, so be be also here's the next step. Uh, kind of be prepared for days when you don't see any progress. You know, every decision in the construction progress project involves a timeline. And there will be days of waiting. You might be waiting on countertops. You might be waiting on measurements. You might be waiting on backsplash. Um, you know, that's why we talk about, you know, it's kind of like running a marathon. You know, you think about a race, if you've ever run or you see a race on TV, or there's kind of a, an initial sprint in the beginning, right? Yeah. And then everybody kind of sets their pace in the middle. And there's not too much excitement going on mm-hmm. in the middle, and, you know what? But then there's a sprint at the end, you know? So it's like demolition goes really fast. You know, you can get a whole kitchen demoed in a day or two, and you're like, man, this is great. Awesome. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> it's yeah. like the brakes get put on. You're like, why isn't anything getting done? You know, it's like it's the same. Mm-hmm. I've looked at the same studs and drywall for you know, for a week. For a week. And, uh, you know, and especially when you get to drywall, if you're doing drywall during this process, you know, that can take a week, you know, just yeah. a, a time to dry mm-hmm. and, you know, depend on what you're doing and stuff too. So. Just prepare yourself that there's going to be days. Um, and it, like when you get cabinets set, and if you're doing a stone countertop, they come in template for that. Yeah. Well, most of the time it's seven to nine days. Yeah. Can, between the there. time they template to install. And that's seven to nine business days. Business it's not necessarily. Days, yeah. So that's two weeks you yeah. know, of, of time there. So next recommendation and kind of what we do too, you know, order as much as possible before the job starts. Mm. Um, don't wait until. You're going along, and okay, now let's measure and order our cabinets. Now, let, you know, yeah, whew, that'd be a that, that stretch that couple be a six month kitchen, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and you really be stressing out. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, expect some delays and cost overruns. Um, this one recommendation says, you know, it's wise to add twenty percent to your number just mm-hmm. to thinking about you know cost of eating out or upgrades or you know. You've unforeseen unforeseen uh, things like that so mm. just uh, have a plan for um, delays and overruns and and then a big thing kind of if we wrap up here don't sweat the small stuff <clears throat> you know trust trust the people you've hired um, ask their opinions don't second guess yourself don't agonize over the small details like hardware countertop edges those things keep a sense of perspective uh, clients can get hyper-focused and paralyzed by decisions sometimes on the smallest details. Mm-hmm. Uh, so give yourself a gut check. Can you really remember what the hardware and edges in your friend's kitchen looks like? Yeah. Um, the, the point is for all of it to come together beautifully. So, And then lastly, um, you know, if you can get out of the house altogether, um, that's a, you know, if you can move out, you've got moving with mom or dad or sister or uncle, you know, that's just yeah. great. It, it kind of it separates is. you from a lot of what we're talking about there. Yeah. And then lastly, keep a sense of humor. You know, it's, if there's a low point at which the mess and the stress get to you, take a few minutes, um, make a list of things that you're grateful for. And then uh, on that list, be sure to include the ability to create a new kitchen and uh, be grateful that you're you're, you're breathing and you can be able to see that That's in your right. kitchen. So. That's right. Hey, thanks for joining us again. Uh, it's been a great week. Blessings to all of you. And um, join us next week for Skinny on the Home. I'm your host, Skinny. See you when I see you. <laughs>